1: Curtis Lewa Curtis Lewa Rip and Reed. Check this out. This is the Rip and Reed, featuring Curtis Lewa
2: Talking about
1: now
3: to the Bernard McGurk Studios of 77 WABC and Curtis Lewa This is the Rip and Reed. <laughs>
1: we won't get fooled again. Let me tell you something. At the start of this program, it says Curtis Lee was a politician who says, trust no politician, whether Republicans or Democrats, and I don't. To me, it's the reverse of what President Ronald Reagan had said years ago. He said, trust but verify with me. It's verify but trust. I've been with too many of them, friends or foes. And know that they believe universally that all of you people out there are stupid. And you can't remember what happened five seconds ago, five minutes ago, five days ago, five weeks ago, five months ago, five years ago. Universally, get the Democrats and Republicans in the room. And they think that the voters and the non-voters are stupid. I believe in people, not politicians. That's where I get all of my information. So it's interesting because I value coming on with Sid Rosenberg every Monday through Friday through 7.05 because more people will listen to me in that slot than over the 30 other hours that I do here at WABC where the acronym stands for Always Broadcasting, Curtis. It's, it's cherished time and the number one morning show in the nation, bar none, crushes everybody in the ratings. So I value that time. And it put a lot of work into that time with the help of my wife, Nancy, the E-attorney who does the deep dive. In fact, she's going to be doing a deep dive on the next story. But Frank Morano came on and, you know, he's got his friends and he's so super protective of his friends. And he was getting pimp slapped by me and Bo Dietl all in one morning, the morning before. And then Sid asked me a question uh, about what Frank Morano had told me, had told him and the audience uh, at 645. You just heard Frank Morano. Now, he contends that a lot of your information you get from him, that when you're not sure about something, and not just once, mind you, but many, 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 many times, you reach out to Frank to find out information. Will you confirm and or deny Frank Morano's contention. Oh, he's absolutely correct. Really? I, I applaud, Frank. Yesterday, when this whole situation blew up, and I warned everybody in Staten Island, their mayor, the guy that they kissed took us of, Eric Adams, because all the Republicans said, we don't want to offend Eric Adams. When Eric Adams, the mayor, says, every option is on the table, I tell everybody in Staten Island, that means you. And so all of a sudden it was announced that the Island Shores Assisted Living Facility, all the people, oh, I mean, wow. oh, my God, said they're going to kick them out on Father Capitano Boulevard. They're going to kick out the seniors in this retirement facility to make way for the illegals. And I picked up the phone and I said, Frank, where's your ping pong partner, Joe Borelli? You know, he's he's always talking about how I'm a degenerate liar, I'm making things up. Where is he? And Frank had to acknowledge he's on vacation. I said again? (laughs) This guy's on perpetual vacation. Last August, it was a crime crisis on Staten Island. By the way, with the largest increase of crime of any of the five boroughs, with a deadbeat district attorney, McMahon, who wanted to arrest our Rudy Giuliani, and the Republicans stayed on the sideline and stayed quiet. They don't even run a candidate against him. About a WD scratchy out of it. But anyway, Borelli was missing in action then. He was in Greece. He's missing in action now. And he has gone out of his way, more than any Democrat, to attack my veracity every time I bring information to the 50,000 powerful watts of sound. Months ago, I had warned that the city which now admits has looked at 3,000 locations to put illegal aliens. 3,000, which include almost every nook and cranny and corner of the five boroughs. And City Hall, it's let's make a deal. You say contract with Eric Adams, and I say kickback because friends of Eric Adams are making a lot of money, a lot of money. So I had announced, because of the SAG-AFTRA strike and there was no filming, and still there's no filming now, very strong. Fran Drescher has brought together the writers, the actors, the actresses, everybody. They're out. There's no filming. That the Arthur Kill Correctional Facility, which is now used for filming, was going to be considered for the illegal aliens to come over until the strike was over. And I remember, remember Lou? Joe Borelli called up and said, I was lying. I was making it up. And then I said that the city of New York, Department of Buildings, run by Eric Olridge, the traditor, the former former borough president who drank the Eric Adams Kool-Aid like uh, Eric Olridge did before to become the uh, the commissioner of buildings. By the way, Eric Ulrich on his way to jail because the guy is a degenerate gambler who owed the Banano crime family six hundred thousand dollars, a Republican. But everybody knew that. But let me not digress. And I said, the St. John's campus, which will be emptied soon, owned by St. John's University in Queens, is going to be potentially made a location for migrants to stay. No, he's making that up. He said, a former female high school, Catholic high school, uh, bought by the city of New York under. Jimmy Otto, when he was borough president of Staten Island, and that's being considered. It's right on the North. Street. He's making that up. And in the newspapers, this guy Borelli went out of his way to attack me, not attack Eric Adams, not attack the very people who were planning on putting these illegal aliens in any number of 3,000 locations. You're hearing about that now. I was aware of that months ago. And then working in a cabal with City Hall, this woman named Ingrid, who is like the spiritual advisor sent by God to help uh, Eric Adams, who was told by God 30 years ago that he would be the mayor on January 1st of 2020. And working together. And she's calling up upstairs, my boss is my owners, and saying, Curtis needs to be suspended, needs to be expelled, needs to apologize. For what? Then I find out the person behind is Joe Borelli. Well, he's on vacation again. Well, let me alert everybody out in Staten Island. This is not just for Republicans, this is Democrats. The majority of the voters who registered it's Democrats, but a lot of times they'll vote Republican and the growing number of independents. You gotta come on out, eleven AM on Saturday. Eric Adams, I mean this is a shonda like you can't believe taking the Island Shore's assisted living facility a senior retirement facility kicking out old people into the streets to make to make room for illegal aliens. I told you this was happening you didn't like who the messenger was so you didn't listen to the message. John Tobacco is out there interviewing some of those older people who are going to be kicked into the streets to make room for members of the illegal alien community of whom we don't even know. They haven't been vetted, they haven't been vaccinated with nothing. And a lot of you. And I'm going to be there with the protesters. And don't deny me a microphone out there because you don't like my message or you don't like the messenger. I've been giving Staten Island a heads up. And if you want to get rid of the messenger, fine. Uh, in next mayoral election, pick a different candidate. Let's get into a primary. We'll be like scorpions in a brandy glass. I welcome primaries. But do not disparage my information because it's to help the people of Staten Island, the Democrats, the independents, the Republicans, so you're not overwhelmed by the illegal aliens. You're only 500,000 people out there. You have more than your fair share of homeless shelters, rehab shelters. And now, illegal aliens staying in your hotels. Enough is enough. Then on the other side of the Verrazano, Shore Road. I said, hey, Justin Brannan, you're going to put tents in the Shore Road Park, in which if you walk along Shore Road, you can see Staten Island across the Straits of Verrazano, the Verrazano Bridge. And Justin Brannan said, no, Sleewitz lying, Sleewitz lying." so Sid asked his very dear friend, Arthur Idala. You're going to join Sleewe in his demonstration there in Bay Ridge to stop Eric Adams from putting up a tent for illegal aliens in 79th Street entrance uh, right down the ball fields of Shore Road Park? Curtis contends that there is eventually going to be tents set up. Shore Road, Bay Ridge, despite Justin Brannon's fight back, he says, don't listen, it's going to happen. Eric Adams says, every place is in place this is what he's hearing. He's trying to organize a rally to make sure Shore Road is not the next tent city. And he wants to know, Audie, will you be there besides him defending him and your
3: fine people of Bay Ridge, Brooklyn? Well, I, for scheduling, family scheduling reasons, I may not be able to be there.
1: Oh, come on, Arthur. I doubt you. whoa! it's going to be Martha's Vineyard, the Hamptons. That's all you love, Bay Ridge. That's right. You got to vote for Eric Kagan. It's happening. Justin Brannon was in City Hall all of yesterday begging, beseeching the mayor's staff. The mayor won't even talk to him. All the deputy mayors. If you put a tent in the Shore Road Park, Eric Kagan will be elected. Damn right. Get you out of there. You who defunded the police by a billion dollars and lied on this station and said you didn't. Boy, that'll make my day.
0: today that's shopify.com slash system
3: this is the rip and read featuring curtis lewa now to the bernard mcgurk studios of 77 wabc and curtis lewa
1: Stop the music. Stop the music. Rarely do I ever praise Normally, in our news director. He just finished listening to the Bull Feathers uh, press conference of Eric Adams, swagger man with no plan, mayor of the illegal aliens, who is such a contradiction, who is constantly saying one thing and then doing another, doing one thing, saying another, and again, Noam Layden was able to deliver us fresh slices of Eric Adams, who now is joining Bill de Blasio in destroying the city in New York. There's no doubt about it. I want to thank you, Noam Laden. This is really great stuff, outstanding stuff, fresh, right from a press conference. You're going to listen to this guy, and you're going to say, de Blasio was lazy, and Eric Adams is crazy. Let's start with Eric Adams just moments ago saying that he wants the federal government to declare a state of emergency about the illegal aliens invading us.
2: We're also asking the federal government to declare a state of emergency. This will allow federal funds to be allocated quickly to help address the urgent challenges we face. Additionally, The federal government needs to provide more funding to match the reality of the course on the ground. Show me the money. (laughs) Show me the money. That's what it's all about.
1: Ladies and gentlemen, now all of a sudden, uh, Eric Adams, who had an accountant who ended up in a homeless shelter that he said was having problems, and he still had him doing his tax returns, which still are oh, not correct, you must have him overseeing the budget of the city of New York because he said it's going to cost us $4 billion. That was last month. He says it's now going to cost us $12 billion. Show
2: me the money. Show me the money. That's what it's all about.
1: And yesterday, the 4,000 demonstrators proudly held up signs that say, Eric Adams, you say contract, we say kickback. This is all going to go to friends of Eric Adams. If you've donated to Eric Adams, you're going to get kickbacks. And they do it under this emergency migrant resource center. They're not called shelters any longer or hotels. It allows them to basically redact all the money that we're spending as city tax dollars, taxpayers, because we're the ones paying for this. So follow that money. Then (laughs) he said. He says, like he's speaking on behalf of all the big sanctuary cities—cities
2: like New York, Boston, Chicago, Los Angeles, Houston, and El Paso—cannot be left to show that a national crisis, without the proper
1: aid, show
2: me the money, show me the money. That's what
1: it's all about. Ladies and gentlemen, how do you go from claiming it's going to cost you $4 billion, that was just at the start of the month, to uh, now $12 billion. Man, this guy is going to be ripping off money. Man, all of Eric Adams' friends are going to have their beak in the trough. And there's no transparency now because he has it all under the executive emergency orders that mayors, governors, and presidents can do. And he's calling them. Emergency migrant resource centers, right? It's a ripoff, a ripoff. And then he talks about how we have to look at these illegal aliens invading us as we looked at those that came once before to Ellis Island. As President
2: Obama has said, we were once strangers, too. 40% of all Americans can trace their heritage to Ellis Island, right here in New York Harbor.
1: Obviously, when he went to Bayside High School, he wasn't paying attention to his history lessons. When you went to Ellis Island, Eric Adams, you had to be vetted. They would do medical tests on you. If you had a mastoid ear infection like my Uncle Leonard had, they sent him back to body Italy. They, they extracted him from the family that came over with my grandfather and grandmother. They extracted him, sent him back. If you didn't have anybody to sponsor you to say, I will pay for whatever they don't pay for, I'll take responsibility. What the hell are you talking about, Ellis Island? Don't play stupid, although I'm be really beginning to think this guy is dumber and dumber. And then he talks about how... The uh, illegal aliens have already assimilated into our communities. And we know, in the long run, asylum
2: seekers will contribute to our strength like so many before them. They have already begun to make homes, to give back to their communities, to become
1: New Yorkers. What is that? Where? What do you mean homes? What, hotels? Like the Holiday Inn on Wall Street? Like the, uh, the New York Row? which used to be the place where all the tourists wanted to come before they went to see a play or a musical on the Great White Wall, the Watson Hotel. What is that, their home? What the hell are you talking about, Eric Adams? Are you out of your mind? And then he talks about putting the illegal aliens to work.
2: Imagine the boost to our nation's economy if we were to fill the hundreds of thousands of jobs that need workers right now. It's the right thing to do. And it is smart economics. It's not Show smart. me the money. Show me the money. That's what it's all about.
1: Thank you, Lou, because it is always about the money. First off, he knows nothing about nothing. He's got no boots on the ground. He didn't go to the Roosevelt Hotel until the final night. He was afraid to go there. I was there every day when they all the illegals were out in the streets. The southern end of the Roosevelt Hotel were all the Africans from North Africa. They hadn't uh, determined yet how they were going to make money. They were just laying up there. But on the north side of the Roosevelt Hotel were all the Venezuelans, all with their motorbikes, all with their e-bikes. And you say to yourself, Hey, Eric, how did they get motorbikes and e-bikes? Don't you think you would want to investigate that? Because supposedly they came over, they're tired, they're poor, they're wretched, they had no money. You know how they made it? Hey, Lou, I'm telling people now, uh, Justin, I'm telling people, there are 2,000 illegal weed shops that Eric Adams, you and your crooked sheriff, Anthony Miranda, and the deputy sheriffs who are on the take have not shut, have not padlocked, and they are growing every day. And they're competing with one another because there are only nine city uh, legalized pot shops, nine, compared to 2,000 illegal ones. And the illegals would stay open 24 hours. You know, they're the old bodegas, they're, they're the mom and pop brick and mortar shops that were abandoned, many during the lockdown and pandemic and many since. And what they do is they roll up to the uh, operators, and they say, hey, would you like someone to deliver your weed products, your ancillary weed products, your edibles, your oils, your vapes, your cartridges? And they make deals. And the owners and operators of these illegal weed shops say, well, what do you need to do this? Say, I need you to buy me a moped. Buy me a moped, and every week I kick you back some money. It's sort of like this is how business has always operated. A lot of these weed shop owners are Yemenites who own bodegas, make a deal with the landlord. It's all cash. It's month by month. And they say, look, let, let us use this illegal location for a, quote, tobacco shop, smoke shop. It's nothing but an illegal weed shop. And the Venezuelans, they always look to hustle. They're the ones delivering. They sort of become the grub hub for the illegal weed dealers in these pop-up shops, 2,000 strong. Eric Adams, when are you going to close all these illegal weed shops? Of course, he's never going to answer that because that's where a lot of these illegal aliens, definitely the Venezuelans, are getting their money. And then he talks about how our city has been shaped by all the illegal aliens who have come because he stood there like a puppy chulo saying, who's your daddy back on August 5th? of 2022 when he spit in the eye of governor abbott called him a racist said why are you sending him here governor abbott was truthful he said well you're a sanctuary city you say you welcome the illegals we are not a sanctuary city or state we're overwhelmed why don't you come down to the border eric we'll pay all your expenses you can stand side by side with me through eagle pass from juarez to el paso all the ports of entry uh, Nuevo Laredo into Laredo. And you can see for yourself, Eric Adams dissed him and dismissed them and called Governor Abbott a racist and promised to give the illegal aliens everything that taxpaying citizens don't get. So he, he's added insult to injury.
2: This city and this nation have been shaped by those who have well we have welcomed.
1: Well, well, he sounded a little Biden esque there. Did he botch that delivery? Let, let's listen to the Biden of Brooklyn.
2: This city and this nation have been shaped by those who have what well, we have welcomed.
1: What the hell? One more time. He sounded like the Biden of Brooklyn there. This city and
2: this nation have been shaped by those who have what well, we have welcomed. What
1: the hell is he talking about? And then he starts again how he is the Santa Claus to these illegal aliens with our tax dollars.
2: We will continue to do more than any other city or level of government in the nation to accommodate asylum seekers, because that's who we are, a city of empathy, of compassion and care. Show me the money. <laughs> Show me the money. That's what it's all about.
1: You say contract with Catholic Charities, which is a racket that gets money from the federal government to bring the illegal aliens here, and I say kickback. Who's getting the kickbacks? Come on, Eric. Fess up. Friends of Eric Adams. Hey, Cardinal Dolan, who's getting money? Who's getting the kickback money? We'll we'll deal with Catholic Charities tomorrow. And then Artie Idella, friend of uh, Sid Rosenberg actually spill the beans. Now, this is a guy who has his nose so far up the turkish of Eric Adams that every time he takes his schnoz out, which is big to begin with, it's brown. But his best friend at City Hall for years has been Frank Caron during the de Blasio administration, now during Eric Adams' administration. They're like Siamese twins. But he told us what the real strategy is. He is going to have a lot of explaining to do to Eric Adams and Frank Caron, the crook, Frank Caron, who spilled the beans, to Arthur Idala, who then told all of us like a male yenta.
3: What they've learned the hard way is that has gotten them nothing. They were on their hands and knees behind closed doors begging, and basically the word they got back was, hang on for a year, If Biden gets reelected, we'll cut you a check for a lot of money. But we're not doing it until after the presidential election. And basically, HOKO is not giving him any any big relief either. So they're going to Albany asking for help. They're going to D.C. and begging for help. Right. And they got bupkis.
1: Bupkis. See, Arthur Idella laid out the game plan. Biden has told Eric Adams, hold your horses. Keep accepting the illegals. I know it's going to break the Citibank. I know it's going to put you on the brink of fiscal insolvency. But when I get reelected president next year, we're going to write you a big fat check. And this sucker will not name and shame Biden. Now, there's a second part of it. Listen to what RDI Dallas says about the state of affairs at City Hall.
3: I was with a very high official yesterday from City Hall. Frank Who spoke genuinely to me. And he said... The issue is not just finding places for these people, but when we do find places for these people, we can't find anyone to run the thing. So here's a building in Manhattan. The landlord's like, here, here's the keys. We don't have anyone to organize it. Organize the whole thing. Who goes in what room? You need security. You need some form of, of, of maintenance and health care, and but like sanitation in the place. Who's going to take out the garbage and pick it up? He's like, we are at Which end, and this is a person I have an enormous amount of respect for intellectually and and otherwise. Frank Carone. And he basically said that the migrant crisis for the Adams administration has almost broken the administration because it is a part of every conversation of everything they're doing.
1: No, RDI Dalit. It's almost broken our city. Eric Adams will continue to lie like politicians do. No, RDI Dalit. It's broken the city. Thank you for eating the Parmesan cheese and ratting out your friends, the Adams family. And sticking your schnod so far up, Eric Adams took us. We see your brown nose, but hey, you couldn't help yourself. You're a male yenta, and we benefited from that. About... This is The Riffin' Read,
3: featuring Curtis Lewa. Now, to the Bernard McGurk Studios of 77 WABC and Curtis Lewa. When you find yourself in danger, when you're threatened by a stranger, when it looks like you will take a lickin', <laughs> there is someone waiting who will hurry up and rescue you. Just come for super chicken. But if you're afraid, you'll have to overlook it. Besides, you knew the job was dangerous when you took it. He will drink a super sauce and throw the back as for a loss, and he will bring them in alive and kickin'. There is one thing you should learn when there is no one else to turn to call. the super chicken. Call oh,
1: the super chicken. And who's the super chicken? You remember that cartoon when we were kids? It's Kathy Crime Wave Holcomb, who told us that she can see Ontario through her kitchen window in Erie County, outside of Buffalo, where she's from. She knows nothing about nothing about the five boroughs of the city of New York, the head of the money-taking agency trying to shove congestion pricing down our throats. But, oh, she says she's going to help us in our time of need with all the illegals flooding in. Because she and Eric Adams, Swagger Man with No Plan, and Cardinal Dolan, and the Schmarterputz, Chuck E. Cheese Schumer, and Hakeem Jeffries have been on the reception line when they get off the buses at the Port Authority, giving them their swag bags. Look at all of what Kathy Crimewave Holcomb
0: is doing for us, and we should all be grateful. They are sending a five-person assessment team any day now, perhaps tomorrow to come and look at their properties and identify with my team and the mayor's team, will they be places that we can house people?
1: Ah, she's talking about the feds, an assessment team. Eric Adams has said that these illegal aliens are coming to a neighborhood by you or your neighborhood. They have looked at 3,000 locations. Everything is on the table. I don't want to hear from Republicans or Democrats or anyone else. Oh, no, we've been exempted. No, you have not. And now that a federal team of five, could you play that again? Please play that again. Right.
0: They are sending a five person assessment team any day now, perhaps tomorrow, to come and look at their properties and identify with my team and the mayor's team. Will they be places that we can house people?
1: Ah. Look at all the federal properties within the five boroughs of the city of New York. That's what they're going to be assessing. Remember, they had hinted possibly Floyd Bennett Field, which is part of the Jamaica Bay Federal Preserve. Think about that. Right along Flatbush Avenue over the Gil Hodges Bridge. You go uh, west, and you're in Breezy Point. You go east. And you land right by you, Lou, and you, Sid, in shark-infested waters. I'm telling you, I've got the connections at City Hall. I have the connections in Albany. I have the connections in Washington, D.C. There are a lot of fed-up civil servants who don't like what's going on. You don't like my message? Fine. Don't kill the messenger because I've been right 95% of the time. Tomorrow morning, 7.05, I'll give you more breaking news on what we're working on, the Slewa wrecking team of Nancy Slewa, the E-attorney who's doing the deep dive at this uh, Island Shores assisted living facility where Eric Adams is kicking senior citizens into the street. We got a protest on Saturday. You all got to come out.